The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. To Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights to how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And it's not too late for you to join in my seven-week tele-seminar series, which begins this evening, 5.30 West Coast time, Awakening to Your True Purpose. Please go to www.myheartcenteredjourney.com where you can listen to the first free teleclass that took place a couple of weeks ago, and read up on My Heart Center Journey, and if you feel so inclined, join us this evening for the first in the seven-week series. I'm delighted to welcome to the show today Aros Christos, who is very closely connected with the dolphin energies, which we are going to discuss, discuss on the show today. Aros, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Peter. It's really good being here. So let's begin by talking a little bit about Aros himself as, as a person, and I know that you had a significant experience when you were 10 years of age. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, when I was um, 10 years of age, um, I woke up one morning um, telling my mother I'm not scared of dying anymore, and she looked at me confused, wondering how so. I said, well, I went to heaven last night, and she said, oh, it was just a dream. Now, in those days, um, a lot of people were dying all around, uh, some in accidents and some in natural causes, and other if you had a committed suicide. Basically, it was so um, so um, irritating or so, so difficult is to even pick up the phone fearing that someone else had died. So for me to have this experience that I woke up this morning saying, oh, I'm not scared of dying anymore, it meant something very, very um, uh, poignant for me. And then a little later on, I realized what had happened, that I'd been going to the source of my being. And, and at that moment, I didn't know the exchange had taken place. At the same time, I knew I was completely guided and protected, and I had certain things to do here on, on the planet. So you, you mentioned on your website that, that you are a walk-in, and, and I'm sure our listeners or many of our listeners will have heard of that expression, but could you give us a, a clear explanation of what that actually means? Yeah, what it basically means is that it's an agreement between two souls, if you like. So, for example, in my case, 
the, the soul that inhabited this body until the body was about 10 years of age, he, he and I had an agreement that when that took place, he would leave this body and I would take on his, his body at that moment. Now, it happens on an agreement, of course. But you didn't know at that time exactly what was happening, so that unfolded for you over a period of time? Uh, yes, I only knew that I knew, and I didn't couldn't access what I knew. And my questions to my to my parents and what I questioned about life, I could see at that moment that life wasn't what I knew it how it how it really was in a different uh, frequency, if you like. And I realized that people were really not being honest and sincere with themselves. So my quest became to really find out who am I, what am I doing here, what's the purpose, and these three questions propelled me to really go deeper inside, and I started having these insights about other dimensions and frequencies and energies and star beings, and, and it was very, very real to me. It was almost like a matter of fact. and was nothing strange at all. So these other realms and, and dimensions were, were essentially available to you then, although you were in a physical body, you were able to access those other realms. Yeah, for a while there I was um, able to do that in order, to, I guess it's not the chalk is too, too, uh, too much, absolutely. At the same time, because I could access them as when I was a younger or was a child, it stayed within me as a seed, and uh, my purpose has been to grow this seed into a full, full blossom. And at this point in my life, all these years later, I'm starting to really coming into my true uh, identity and my true self. I can actually feel how the power and the energy and the frequency are shifting inside of me and are taking over in a very beautiful and at the same time in a very powerful way. Wonderful. So it must have been interesting then, I, I, just final question on, on this walk-in piece then, in terms of what it was like to be in a physical body. Do you remember what that was like when you first, you first walked in, as it were, and, and took on this physicality? Well, it, it, as again, as I said, it's not like um, a, a complete conscious memory. It was just, I, I felt that, you know, this is not right. I felt like I was in a situation where uh, it wasn't my life I was living. And I knew, had these information and I knew things and I just didn't know how to access it. And that was really very disturbing. And of course, as the years passed, I got more emerged in being here and in the consciousness of, 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 of the body consciousness, if you like. And at the same time, this, this nagging sensation inside of me kept me on my quest to really find out why am I here, what's this really all about. And then you, you mentioned uh, that you became aware that, that other people were not walking their true authentic path. So could you explain a little bit about that to us? Yes, of course. I mean, I saw people talking about happiness, and I talked about joy, and I come to realize that what they were talking about was based upon some outside situation or outside circumstance, and I could see that nobody was really happy for the sake of happy. Nobody really had peace from within. 
So for me, it was, I want to find that peace and that joy and that happiness that exists within me. I knew it existed there. And that became part of my quest because seeing the environment around me, I, it actually helped me to realize that people didn't know where peace could be, be found or happiness could be found. I looked in all the wrong places. And so where did you look? Where did you go to find that peace and happiness within? Well, because I was asking myself these questions, who am I? What's the purpose for life? Where do I go when I, when I leave this body? Those questions took me deeper inside and they also took me on a physical journey where through circumstances and, and certain situations I met people or I was led to certain information at some point that helped me and assisted me to understand more and more of, of this. And then in um, 1979, to, to play forward here a little bit, I had an experience where I died and was reborn at the same instant. Now, this was an emotional experience. It wasn't like I was in an accident or anything like that, though I did die and was reborn. And at that moment, I consciously started on this journey to rediscover who I, who I really, really am. And, and um, that's when I started to write automatically as well. I had never really written a word before that except for, you know, letters and things in school. So automatically these insights deep inside of me started surfacing. And those insights were part of that energy that I brought in here as a walk-in. Okay. So tell us how your connection began with the dolphins. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me. I was on a crossroad in 1994. I had just um, divorced uh, my wife, and then and, and um, I spent some time up in in a in a, in a uh, yoga and ashram, and done a lot of spiritual practice and intense um, intense contemplations and chanting and self service and things like that. And uh, I just didn't know. <clears throat> what I was going to do with my life. And um, 20 years earlier, I had read a book from um, uh, Billy Meyer, who was a Swiss farmer outside Zurich, who was one of the first people that was recognized having connection with the Pleiadians. And, and, um, and I liked what he was saying, and then I forgot about it. And then at this time where I was on this crossroad, I ran into this... Um, a magazine, and on the back side was about Billy Meyer and his um, explorations with Sanjasi, his personal guide, and it was uh, translated from German into by an American. So I went back to um, California because this ashram was in the Catskill Mountains of New York, and I ordered these tapes, and for the next weeks I merged myself in these these tapes and listened to them and I realized what he was sharing was really, really right on and really resonated with my being. And then at some point my sister um, said to me, you know, it's your birthday coming up, let's go up and, and, and go skiing and then play golf in the afternoon because it was in April and, you know, you can ski and you can play golf up in, in Lake Tahoe, you know, it, it's possible. So anyway, we went up skiing and it was a crystal blue Guy. And I normally don't carry a camera, but my sister had a camera with her, and she started taking photographs. 
not thinking too much about it. And then when we came down to the car to um, put on other clothes to go and play golf, I put the camera on the top of the car, we drove away, and that fell off, of course. And we backed up, and the camera was basically broken. So I thought, okay, well, I guess the film is not going to be, be, be much, uh, have much value anymore. And the, the, the man, he saved the film. So when I looked at the, um, the photographs, there's a starship sitting right behind me on the mountain. And then a few weeks later, the dolphins started communicating me on a beach, um, uh, on Stinson Beach outside uh, Marine County. Wow. So how, how does this communication, or how did the communication actually begin with the dolphins? Well, because be, uh, being that I've always, you know, uh, uh, being a writer or like to write down things, I always carried a, a pen and a piece of paper, and I was sitting looking out of the ocean and said it was this crossroad in my life, and I didn't know exactly what, where I was heading and where, where, what I was going to do. And I was sitting looking out of the ocean, and suddenly these images or messages started moving through me very, very quickly. And I wrote them down at the end and said, the dolphins. And I thought, the dolphins? I mean, you know, I had a recollection of Flipper, and I really liked Flipper, and that was about the extent of it. Uh, apart from that, I didn't have much to do with, with, with dolphins or the dolphin energy, except I heard a few people here and there who talked about the dolphins. So I was perplexed. And then for the next 10 months... I received on ongoingly uh, messages from the dolphins. In the beginning, they were very poetic and they were very um, more guided to my own personal um, unfold, unfolding. And then later on, it became more of a galactic nature. And then I started sharing with me certain universal uh, So, Aras, we're coming up to our first break here. So, I will continue talking about the dolphin energy connection. After the break, this is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. 
Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the Seventh Wave Network. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's pretty scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This'll all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. And I have with me today Aris Christos. And before the break, Aros was just beginning to talk to us about his strong personal connection with the dolphins and the dolphin energy. So Aros, perhaps you could take us back. I know you've spent some time actually in the ocean in the Hawaiian Islands with the dolphins. Just t- tell us about that experience. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I spent off and on, um, I mean, over 10 years, almost 15 years, uh, playing with um, dolphins in the open ocean and also um, with the whales. And at times, Peter, we have over hundreds and hundreds of dolphins all around us, and it creates um, an energy field that is basically outside of time and space. So it's a very powerful and spiritual um, journey anybody embarks upon when they play with the dolphins in that way. So, so you've, you've spent, obviously, that time with them, and, and so you've managed to tune in energetically to their frequency and, and vibration. Um, yeah. What What can you say about the, the dolphin essence and 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 who they are? Well, in my my way of understanding it and interacting with them so much, and also they asked me to be one of their ambassadors on the planet, and because of that, <clears throat> it's not just about swimming with them in the open ocean. It's about bringing the message of one heart and one mind to the human consciousness. And one of the first messages I received from the dolphins uh, goes like this, where there is true love, shapes and forms disappear, and left is only our smile. Oh, beautiful. And um, so 
the more I interacted with them and the more these messages were coming through all the time. And, and as I mentioned, this message I just received, uh, I was sharing with you the first one of the first one. Through the years, there have been some amazing, amazing things. If you go to my website, eroschristos.com, you can find a few, a few more messages. So I'm putting together a page with a lot of these different messages because some of them are really, really potent for what's going on right now on the planet. You know, Peter, in my way of, of understanding all of this is that uh, the dolphins are galactic travelers, multidimensional beings, and they're here to help uh, birth a new understanding, uh, a new consciousness for humanity. So they are very, very powerful beings. Now, you mentioned also swimming with the whales as well as the dolphins, and, and they're all classified as cetaceans. Uh, is, is there a significant difference between the dolphin energy and the whale energy? Uh, that's, a really, that's a really good question. And again, if you're looking at it from a, from a philosophical point of view, if you're thinking of Shiva, for example, Shiva, one of the Hindu gods, you know, the destroyer of everything, and then the Shakti, the divine energy, the... the that creates everything. So the dolphins are like the shakti, very playful, very spontaneous, and very full of um, full of surprises and, and 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 experiences. Whereas the whale is more like the void. I am. I am. I am. In in and and so in that way, of course, they're one and the same. At the same time, the expression of that energy is a little bit different. So the dolphins are much, are much more uh, light. Uh, speckly type of energy, whereas the whale is the, is the much more still, silent, within energy. Right, exactly. Okay, perfect, good. And so obviously their energy and your energy have come into resonance. So having had these experiences, how has that shifted you internally? Oh, goodness gracious me. I mean, anybody who are exposed to the dolphin energy will be shifted 180 degrees. Now, sometimes the shift might not be what your ego would like to have, though it happens either way. For me, it has been an amazing, joyous, and very um, adventurous journey, and it's just been beautiful and great for me because it had helped me again to remember why I came onto the planet. So when I started swimming, <coughs> excuse me, interacting with the dolphins, this memories from being a walking started being uh, activated in a very, very different way and things became clear to me that I couldn't necessarily uh, intellectualize or prove on a certain level. At the same time, it was more real than some other things that in, in my life that, that seemed to be real. <laughs> now, you also used another expression I want to, to, to get some clarity on because this expression is being used a lot and I'm not sure again that people really understand it, but you said that the, the dolphins are multidimensional beings. Can you, can you tell us what you mean by multidimensional? Absolutely. Now, your soul is an electromagnetic field of energy, and your soul is multidimensional. Basically, what that means is that right this very moment, Peter, you and, 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 and other people are listening to this program or your family, whoever it might be, you have most likely thousands of existences at this very moment in different realities, in different um, on different planets or in different dimensions and in different frequencies, however you, you want to perceive it. And, and because of that, 
you do uh, have, a, have a way of remembering this. So this is what's happening right now. With the help of the dolphins and people going back into the ocean, releasing the memory of Lemuria and Atlantis, for example, your soul is now like a fragmented puzzle. It now brings all the puzzle pieces together to one whole whole um, experience of who you are. So if you experience a life in Atlantis, you're feeling that was a past life, it's actually happening in the divine now because your soul is starting to remember. So the multidimensionality exists for all of us, but a lot of us just aren't consciously aware of it. But, but th this is a time when the awareness of the fragmented pieces is, is actually going to come home to central core knowing. Yeah, absolutely. If you're looking at your, as I said, as a puzzle, that, you know, you have all these puzzle pieces are spread all over the place. This is the experience of your soul in different dimensions and different realities and different frequencies and, and in past lives, as we call them. So as your soul is awakening more and more, it brings automatically, because it's an electromagnetic field of energy, all of these scattered pieces back into itself. And that's why people start experiencing, um, you know, lifetimes in Atlantis, as I mentioned, or lifetimes in Egyptian prince or a princess or uh, with the Pleiadians or feel drawn to play with the dolphins or whatever it might be because it's that awakening again to our multidimensionality, which, of course, is, is everybody's birthright. And you also mentioned that the, the earlier that the dolphins in the multidimensional are connected to different star systems. You mentioned the Pleiades and Sirius. Uh, is there a, a particular star system the dolphins are most closely associated with? Yeah, with the Sirius star system, and both whales and, and, and dolphins are really, really connected to, to, to that part of the, of the galaxy. And, and, and go ahead. How does Sirius... How does Sirius uh, in terms of its role and frequency play out in our world on Earth here? Uh, good question. They and the Pleiadians and some other Arcturians and some other um, parallel universes has really been interacting with planet Earth for quite some time, though for at least um, 75 years now, since in the early 1950s, they started to interact in a very, very potent way to prepare people for the paradigm shifts and the shifts and changes that we are now in, in experiencing more and more on, on a deeper level. So in my humble opinion, truly, without our brothers and sisters from the galaxy, we would have been in a very, very different situation here. So you think that they've actually been supporting us energetically and vibrationally for this coming time? Oh, completely. I, on, uh, oh, absolutely. For me, there's no question about that. And, and um, that's partly uh, my job as a walking to reconnect people with their galactic heritage. So in my, in my DNA activations that I do with my vocal cords, again, you can go to the website and experience some of that, and also in my writing. So everything I do is to assist people to awaken to their galactic heritage to, and to welcome and embrace their galactic family again. So again, just to clarify, so, so you're using sound vibrations through your own vocal cords to reconnect people with, with who they really are? 
Uh, absolutely, and I've been doing that for quite a few years now. And again, the dolphins um, um, taught me some of this, and I've also been chanting, you know, for many, many years. And the testimonials are miraculously, uh, um, you know, I mean, there's not a word to say. There are miracles in themselves that the people are experiencing. And um, it's from, and it's also healing your physical body. I, I really like to share one of the most uh, profound um, profound experiences. There was a woman who had been in a wheelchair for 30 years. After one session, her nails or hair started growing again. And then after another couple of sessions, she started feeling energy in her body. And then later on, she stood up on a walker. Now, that's just one of hundreds and hundreds of examples. So that's one stands out because, to me, that's, pretty amazing in itself, you know? It's a miracle. And do you know what actually happened in that process? Well, what happens is that your body is, is um, if you're looking at your body as an orchestra, every organ is like an instrument. And like in any orchestra, what you do before you play, you tune your instrument to fit the entire piece. And it's the same thing with your human body. Your, your organs are vibrating in certain uh, frequencies, in certain pitch, if you like. And if one of these is out of order, it affects the entire system. So these frequencies, because they are what I call galactic frequencies and are very uh, high frequencies, your, your body responds to them and it also creates a metamorphosis in your brain so your body starts aligning itself to its own healing powers. So you're, you're essentially bringing, bringing the, uh, the human body then back into alignment by, by introducing these, uh, these frequencies uh, to bring it back into, into harmony and alignment. Absolutely, because everything is made out of a sign of sound and light. I mean, there's really nothing else except sound and light. And um, on this plane, because we, we have forgotten this, we have submerged our consciousness and our physical body in, 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 in frequencies that are really not very beneficial for a higher state of awareness. That so, Aros, we're coming up to our second break, so I really uh, appreciate that was a really interesting end to that segment. And I do want to come back and talk a little bit about what's happening in the world today and what we are preparing ourselves for. Okay. Uh, this is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? I don't know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! Try it. Ugh! 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 <laughs> See, there you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. 
When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. Just a reminder that it's not too late to get involved in our seven-week tele-seminar series beginning this evening, June the 9th at 5.30 West Coast time. Please go to www.myheartcenteredjourney.com where you can listen to a free tele-class that was recorded a couple of weeks ago and look at all the potential opportunities awaiting you if you become part of My Heart Centered Journey. So please do visit that website. I have with me today Aras Christos, and we're talking about the beautiful energies of the dolphin frequencies. Perhaps before we go on to their universal message, Aras, we should talk a little bit about the ocean itself through which the dolphins and, and whales transmit their frequencies and energies, and with all the controversy right now over the oil spills and so on. So just tell us a little bit what you've learned about the significance of the ocean. Wow. Well, I mean, if you're looking at it from a galactic point of view, um, planet Earth is one of the few planets that is a water planet in, in this galaxy. And also, when you look at your own physical vehicle, your body, it's made up, I don't know if exactly if it's 90 or 90% uh, of water, a lot of water, right? And then two-thirds of the planet um, is covered in water. So, it stands to reason that um, we are on this planet to learn or to embrace something about the ocean. 
And one of the, 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 the major reasons is that people who are currently on the planet were also part of the demise of, of Lemuria and Atlantis, and specifically Atlantis, when Atlantis was submerged but underwater. I, was, I, was just, oh, I think you cut out for a second there. If you could just, just begin that little section again, just talking about the ocean. Yeah, so did you hear about the planet? Okay, so, so the, so the uh, planet Earth is covered with two-thirds of water and your right, body. Yes, yeah. And, Sorry right. So then, of course, Atlantis, when Atlantis was submerged in water, a lot of people who lived in Atlantis in those days um, and were part of this experience of Atlantis. And so to heal this drama and this, what happened, a lot of people came back as dolphins for a while to start healing this, this memory and also to bring awareness to the ocean because the ocean is, is part of your own soul. How awesome and how beautiful and how vast our souls really are. So in that understanding, the oceans are not just a physical element. It's a very much a spiritual element and, and a way to communicate um, uh, through different open portals within the oceans, dimensions to move in and out of different dimensions as well. Now, another thing to keep in keep in mind here that in the ocean there are salt, and salt is basically a crystal. So a lot of the hidden history of planet Earth is contained within these crystals in, in the salt. So a person who swims and interacts a lot in the ocean in, 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 in whatever capacity that takes place will have an easier time to remember who they are and the, and, and the, the messages hidden within the womb of, of Mother Ocean. So... Without the ocean, well, I don't know if you can sustain life on this planet because the ocean is, is the element for us to maintain our physicality and for us to breathe and for us to remember who we are and also as amphibious beings and we connect us with these memories from Atlantis so we can heal that and, and, and move on in our conscious evolution. So it's actually important for, for humanity, for members of humanity to spend time in the ocean bathing themselves and really connecting with the crystalline nature of it. Yes, absolutely. And, and in Hawaiian um, traditions, uh, you, you can take, for example, uh, a, bowl, um, a bowl of uh, salt water and boil it and then drink it. It's one of the most um, potent and powerful fasts you can do to really, really cleanse your, your system completely. And, um, yeah, so the oceans are vital for our survival here on this planet. So we all have to, we must wake up to the understanding uh, what the oceans are, are, are really all about. So you mentioned earlier that the, the dolphins have a, obviously personal messages for you, but also universal messages to pass on to uh, humanity. So tell us a few of the insights that you've gained from, from your connection with the dolphins. 
Well, the dolphins are calling, calling us all to remember that we are divine, multidimensional beings, and we cannot hide behind the mask that we are mere humans and we are li limited and separated and, and, and we are not powerful or any of these things that we have uh, kind of bought into. And also they make us really understand that we are co-creators, that we are part of a larger creation as well so that being so everything that we do uh, does not only affect um, our own own life or the human uh, consciousness it affects larger parts of the galaxy as well so it is a wake up time for us to really remember who we are and claim our greatness again claim our divinity claim our power and understand how amazingly beautiful the, we are as as a human race and that the human race as we know it doesn't just exist on planet Earth, it's spread out through the galaxy. For example, the Pleiadians are, are humans about a thousand years ahead than in, in their evolution. Nevertheless, they're still human beings. So that's one of the main messages of the dolphins. Wake up and really understand who you are and take some responsibility for your own, for your own divinity and start living from that place. And that's a really important message at this time. So you also mentioned earlier in the show about an upcoming shift in humanity's awareness. And, and there's obviously been a lot of talk about 2012 and what's, and what's coming in the, in the next while. So what is your own uh, sense and knowing from your information about what is, what is to come? Well, first of all, it's important to really remember that when, when you know, before the, 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 the Christ consciousness, if you like, we still had time on this planet. So it's really not 2012, either way you look at it, right? And this been one of the dilemma because the rest of, of the environment and the rest of, of the planet and also the, the galaxy, the different stars and the different um, uh, planets in the galaxy, they have been uh, kind of following a different time rhythm, if you like. And because of that, it's created a chaos or an upheaval within our biological form because our biological clock or computer, uh, even though we say it's this year, but from the galactic point of view, it's a very, very different thing. So it has not much to do with 2012 because I said it's really not 2012 at all. It happens to be that in our linear thinking that 2012 seemed to be a very important date though it has, to, it has it, it's again if you get too caught up in, in 2012 you're really missing, missing the point. The shifts and changes that are happening are happening right now. And of course, there will be a culmination sometime around 2012, 2013, and maybe even 2015. Nobody really knows because it's consciousness. And as we grow and expand and remember, we can change any outcome. And, and so it's impossible to say exactly how it's going to play itself out. The main thing is to remember that we are divine 
multi-dimensional beings and we are not limited or separated. If we claim that power, if we start living from this understanding, then these shifts and changes, however they play themselves out, will be tremendous opportunity to regain our, our understanding about ourselves. Then any physical shift and changes on the planet Earth will not be of fear. It will be of gratitude. We realizing that it is for our benefit as well, and it allows us for a deeper, deeper understanding of who we are. So from your understanding, Aras, why is it that people get into that place of fear when it comes to uh, significant change on the planet? Well, if you're looking at your own life, Peter, in, in general, people are uncomfortable with any kind of change. Actually, even positive change people resist. So then, of course, the negative change would be anything that um, challenges your ego, your status quo, because as you're a dimensional being, a divine being, your ego has to be kind of vanished, and it doesn't cherish that at all. And because people have built their lives upon a story that basically is only as true as you make it, and when you realize that you're not your story, you're not your body, you're not even your mind, that you are consciousness, your energy, that shifts, shifts everything in your point of reference would become very, very different. And as I said, for the ego and for that part of yourself that identify with your story, it is disheartening and it's not a very cherished uh, moment. Okay, we're coming up to our next break, Aros, and so after the break we'll talk a little bit further about the dolphin energies and the healing frequencies. And okay. this is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb, 
You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tung. I have with me today Aras Christos, who is telling us before the break about uh, his, his understanding of what's uh, coming in the next uh, little while, which has already begun, and I Aras, totally agree with you on that, that we're already in this, this grand shift and, and uh, change in uh, frequencies and vibrations. So tell us a little bit about how the uh, star beings and the, and the starships that you mentioned earlier, how do they factor into this, this time? Well, as I mentioned to you, part of my, my job here is to help people reconnect with their galactic heritage and um, and also that without our friends from the different parts of the galaxies, our planet or our way of perceiving our world would have been very, very different than as well. So, And because we are not fully ready to embrace who they are and, and, and ourselves as divine beings, even though they've been surrounded this planet for a long, long time in a different dimension, if you like, though this veil will be removed, in my estimation, very soon, and you will be literally be able to see thousands and thousands of these ships all around the world. And there's, there will, nothing, and there's nothing to fear around that. No, it is just, no, these are our friends, this is our family, this is our, our companions that are here to help re rebirth the new, the new human being, the new consciousness, if you like. So they will be like midwives, and, and they are here to really assist and help us. I know there are some people talking about that there are other extraterrestrials that are not benevolent. Th that might very well be, though the overwhelming uh, beings that are present within our realm and are helping and assisting us are here for our highest good. It's like all of humanity, isn't it? The vast majority of people are wonderful people. And yeah, absolutely. I think off-planet too. Right, absolutely. Now tell us a little bit about some of your own um, work. I, I know you've got a couple of novels out and a CD. Just tell us about those. 
Well, I have my first book um, that came out um, uh, a few years ago, entitled Time is Promised to No One. Uh, it took 24 years to complete, and, and it's actually an esoteric scripture that you could read or uh, at any given moment or, or basically open up and there will be some message. And the continuation of that is titled um, Conductor of Time, which comes out uh, in July. So those two books are really, really powerful to awaken yourself and remember who you are. And um, then I have another book titled Embracing Aloha, which is being optioned as a three 3D movie right now, and it will be filmed in Hawaii. And everything I basically do, Peter, has the energy and the frequency of changing and transforming a person as they read it. To give an example, uh, people are starting book clubs to share the, the time is promised to no one because as they read it, they've gotten so much out of it and so they want to share it, not just with themselves in, in a more uh, potent way, also with other people. So these different book clubs are starting to um, emerge from people um, reading um, time is promised to no one. And then I had a CD out that was recorded live in Honolulu several years ago and some friends of mine who are musicians and I started reading uh, some of my messages from different star beings and consciousness and they start, just started playing. We never rehearsed, we never did anything and it turned out to be this really, really amazing piece and um, people are having as well very, very wonderful um, insights and experience from listening to that. Wonderful. Well, a potential 3D movie sounds uh, pretty exciting. Yes, it is, of course. And the frequency, these sounds that comes through me and has this healing capacity and also shift your consciousness, basically um, activate your junk DNA, if you like. I'm going to perform them or do them in the movie as well. So in that way, you know, a lot of people can be exposed to this and, and, and have some very, uh, very, um, uh, you know, great experiences. Now, you've just used an interesting word, which I'd like to mention, the junk DNA. Right. Um, tell us what you, what you believe that actually is. Well, uh, a friend of mine um, she, um, explained it, um, reading some Russian scientists had, had um, really um, research, researched what uh, junk DNA is, and it's really not junk DNA. It's like a super highway to your conscious self, to your divine self beyond time and space, if you like. And because uh, people haven't understood it and it hasn't been fully activated, we have felt ourselves limited and felt us separated from, from the source of, of our own truth and our own divine self. With these frequencies that come through me, this junk DNA is actually activated and it takes your consciousness on this super highway to, to your own truth and to your divine self. It's quite interesting, isn't it, the, the way we, we get t turned away from our truth by, uh, by these words of junk DNA when actually it's probably the most important aspect of our bodies to activate it. Exactly, exactly. Absolutely. Well, Aris, we're coming up to, to the end of the show, uh, and I really, really appreciate your wonderful words of wisdom today in helping people to understand this multidimensional world in which we live and how this connection with the 
dolphins and the whales and the ocean is so important to us. So I really appreciate the time you spent with us today. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, and I just want to add one quick thing. Even though there are a lot of changes and a lot of uh, different um, challenges, and, and it's wise to have uh, some sort of understanding about all of this at the same time, truly focus on the beauty inside of you. Understand your divine multidimensional beings, and you're more powerful than you can ever imagine. So let that light shine, and that's really what we all need to do at this moment. Thank you, Aris. I really appreciate wonderful final comments. Thank you so much. Thank you as well. Thank you. And you can access Aris's work at www.arischristos.com. So we've come to the end of the show, and next week we're going to be talking about the astrological implications of this current time period. Please do visit myheartcenterjourney.com for my seven-week teleseminar series. Follow me on Twitter, join the Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation Facebook group, group, and please join my mailing list for regular updates. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring please join host peter tongue for another edition of awakening to conscious creation next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific time on seventh wave network